Chapter thirty three of A Daughter of Today by Sarah Jeanette Duncan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Kendall, as the door closed behind Elfrida on the afternoon of her last sitting, shutting him in with himself and the portrait on the easel and the revelation she had made did his best to feel contrition and wondered that he was so little successful he assured himself that he had been a brute yet in an uncompromising review of all that he had ever said or done in connection with elfrida he failed to satisfy his own indignation with himself by discovering any occasion on which his brutality had been particularly obvious he remembered with involuntary self-justification how distinctly she had insisted upon camaraderie between them how she had spurned everything that savoured of another standard of manners on his part how she had actually had the curious taste to want him to call her old chap and how it had grated he remembered her only half-veiled invitation her challenge to him to see as much as he cared and to make what he could of her he was to blame for accepting but he would have been a conceited ass if he had thought of the danger of a result like this in the midst of his reflections an idea came to him about the portrait and he observed with irritation after giving it a few touches that the light was irretrievably gone for the day next morning he worked for three hours at it without a pang and in the afternoon with relaxed nerves and a high heart he took his hat and turned his face towards kensington square the distance was considerable but he walked lightly rapidly with a conscious enjoyment of that kind of relief to his wrought nerves his very limbs drawing energy from the knowledge of his finished work never before had he felt so completely the divine sense of success and though he had worked at the portrait with passionate concentration from the beginning this realization had come to him only the day before when stepping back to look with elfrida he perceived what he had done troubled as the revelation was in it he saw himself a master he had for once escaped and he felt that the escape was a notable one from the tyranny of his brilliant technique he had subjected it to his idea which had grown upon the canvas obscure to him under his own brush until that final moment and he recognized with astonishment how relative and incidental the truth of the treatment seemed in comparison with the truth of the idea with the modern scornful word for the literary value of paintings on his lips kendall was forced to admit that in this his consummate picture as he very truly thought it the chief significance lay elsewhere than in the brushing and the colour they were only its dramatic exponents and the knowledge of this brought him a new and glorious sense of control it had already carried him further in power this portrait it would carry him further in place than anything he had yet done and the thought gave a sparkle to the delicious ineffable content that bathed his soul 
he felt that the direction of his walk intensified his eager physical joy in it he was going to janet with his success as he had always gone to her as soon as the absorbing vision of his work admitted another perception it was janet's sympathy janet's applause that mingled itself with his certain reward he could not say that it had inspired him in the least but it formed a very essential part of his triumph he could wish her more exacting but this time he had done something that should make her less easy to satisfy in the future unconsciously he hastened his steps through the gardens switching off a daisy head now and then with his stick as he went and pausing only once when he found himself to his utter astonishment asking a purely incidental errand-boy if he wanted sixpence janet in the drawing-room received him with hardly a quickening of pulse it was so nearly over now she seemed to have packed up a good part of her tiresome heartache with the warm things lady halifax had dictated for the atlantic she had a vague expectation that it would reappear but not until she unlocked the box in mid-ocean where it wouldn't matter so much she knew that it was only reasonable and probable that she should see him again before they left for liverpool she had been expecting this visit and she meant to be unflinching with herself when she exchanged farewells with him she meant to make herself believe that the occasion was quite an ordinary one also until afterwards when her feelings about it would be of less consequence well she asked directly with a failing heart as she saw his face what is your good news kendall laughed aloud it was delightful to be anticipated so i am unconsciously advertising it he said guess his tone had the vaunting glory of a lover's a lover new to his lordship with his privileges still sweet upon his lips janet felt a little cold contraction about her heart and sank quickly into the nearest armchair how can i guess she said looking behind him at the wall which she did not see without anything to go upon give me a hint kendall laughed again it's very simple and you know something about it already then she was not mistaken there was no chance of it she tried to look at him with smiling sympathetic intelligence while her whole being quivered in anticipation of the blow that was coming does it does it concern another person she faltered kendall looked grave and suffered an instant's compunction it does it does indeed he assured her it concerns miss elfrida bell very much in a way ah he went on impatiently as she still sat silent why are you so unnaturally dull janet i've finished that young woman's portrait and it is more satisfactory than i ever in my life dared hope that any picture of mine would be is that all the words escaped her in a quick breath of relief her face was crimson and the room seemed to swim 
all she heard kendall say reproachfully wait until you see it he experienced a shade of dejection and there was an instant's silence between them during which it seemed to janet that the world was made over again that young woman she disloyally extracted the last suggestion of indifference out of the phrase and found it the sweetest she had heard for months but her brain whirled with the effort to decide what it could possibly mean i hope you have made it as beautiful as elfrida is she cried with sharp self-reproof it must have been difficult to do that i have made it what she is i think he answered again with that sudden gravity it is so like my conception of her which i have never felt permitted to explain to you that i feel as if i had stolen a march upon her you must see it when will you come it goes in the day after to-morrow but i can't wait for your opinion till it's hung i like your calm reliance upon the committee janet laughed suppose i won't it will go on the line kendall returned confidently i did nothing last year that i would permit to be compared with it will you come to-morrow impossible i haven't two consecutive minutes to-morrow we sail you know on thursday kendall looked at her blankly you sail on thursday i am going to america lady halifax and i and elizabeth of course we are to be away a year lady halifax is buying tickets i am collecting light literature and elizabeth is in pursuit of facts we are deep in preparation i thought you knew how could i know elfrida didn't tell you then did she know oh yes ten days ago odd that she didn't mention it janet told herself that it was odd but found with some surprise that it was not more than odd there had been a time when the discovery that she and her affairs were of so little consequence to her friend would have given her a wondering pang but that time seemed to have passed she talked lately on about her journey her voice and her thoughts had suddenly been freed she dilated upon the pleasures she anticipated as if they had been real skimming over the long spaces of his silence and gathering gaiety as he grew more and more sombre when he rose to go their moods had changed the brightness and the flush were hers and his face spoke only of a puzzled dejection an anxious uncertainty so it is good-bye he said as she gave him her hand for a year something in his voice made her look up suddenly with such an unconscious tenderness in her eyes as he had never seen in any other woman's she dropped them before he could be quite certain he recognized it though his heart was beating in a way which told him there had been no mistake lady halifax means it to be a year she answered and surely since it was to be a year he might keep her hand an instant longer 
the full knowledge of what this girl was to him seemed to descend upon john kendall then and he stood silent under it pale and grave-eyed bearing his heart to the rush of the first serious emotion life had brought him filled with a single conscious desire that she should show him that sweetness in her eyes again but she looked wilfully down and he could only come closer to her with a sudden muteness upon his ready lips and a strange new-born fear wrestling for possession of him for in that moment janet hitherto so simple so approachable as it were so available had become remote difficult incomprehensible kendall invested her with the change in himself and quivered in uncertainty as to what it might do with her he seemed to have nothing to trust to but that one glance for knowledge of the girl his love had newly exalted and still she stood before him looking down he took two or three vague steps into the middle of the room drawing her with him in their nearness to each other the silence between them held them intoxicatingly and he had her in his arms before he found occasion to say between lingering kisses upon her hair you can't go janet you must stay and marry me i don't know wrote lawrence cardiff in a postscript to a note to miss bell that evening that janet will thank me for forestalling her with such all-important news but i can't resist the pleasure of telling you that she and kendall got themselves engaged without so much as a by your leave to me this afternoon the young man shamelessly stayed to dinner and i am informed that they mean to be married in june kendall is full of your portrait we are to see it to-morrow I hope he has arranged that we shall have the advantage of comparing it with the original. End of chapter 33